today don't believe a word good song an album very reminiscent of the early times of our awakening yes also quite a symbolic name for that chapter third eye is no longer blind however the music still resonates it's a nice little throwback to ease us into a new conversation here today what are we going to talk about, Azariel? We're talking about some relationships? Yep, relationships. And we're going to dive on into the common misconceptions and the external dependencies that come along with relationships and some other shit that some of you probably don't want to hear about, mainly because we are all participating you know, on this level in one way or another. In one way or another. Not all of us are in parasitic relationships, but we're going to go into today how easy it is um, for people to, would you say, fill their voids sometimes with these external relationships? Yeah, even if it's not conscious, they think like these relationships are beneficial in a sense, you know, and that it's not that. Yeah. But yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. You just can't help but see it around you, you know. Me personally, the way that my brain works, the way that my awareness is, I see plenty, plenty of fine examples of this every day. Whether I'm in line at the store or if I'm at the coffee shop grabbing a cup of tea, I'll just tune into it. I see it and I feel it. And you'll see this kind of like arm in arm, I need you, you need me type of exchange going on. Um, and to be honest with you, I think we can both speak on some of our own experiences here today too. We've both been in these types of relationships before. Oh yeah. You know, and we know how it is. Definitely. Long lasting too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And those are usually the ones that are the best examples of such because you guys get so attuned with one another and you learn each other so well. The vulnerabilities of both of you become so apparent that it's almost like you guys are both subconsciously using those vulnerabilities against one another or to your own advantage absolutely you know yeah so yeah guys um welcome back this is going to be another nebulums podcast straight out the ne 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 nebulums and what i say last time something about we shining shining on down through the central sun picking up them nebulonic rays and coming down to the what are, we, what are we bringing this to you from? Wi-Fi? We're coming through the phone, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about today. And, I mean, there's just a lot going on right now. Um, so, yeah, man, these relationships. You know, we know how it goes. Whether it's on a physical level, whether you're hooking up with her, whether or him or her, you know, whatever. Yeah. This goes out to them ladies too. Oh yeah. You know, 
them woke ladies or them ladies who are trying to bring their awareness to new levels. You know, understand yourself, understand yourself so that you could just be more conscious of the things that you do. And by doing so, you're pretty much opening up the, the wealth of knowledge that lies within your motives. You know what I mean? Peeling back the layers of what is hidden. Seeing everything for what it is. Yeah. And that's what a nebulum is. For those of you who don't know what a nebulum is, it is a luminescent living being that originates from the sun and passes through the twilight cosmic essence of the nebula. And when those two forces combine, a living being is born that has both the capacity to take you within yourself and also to shine that ray, that luminescent solar ray of that central sun to bring truth and to put light on those things that go that slip into the subconscious while that nebula energy that twilight energy from this being is helping you to pull you into yourself asking you those critical questions that make you question everything you know yeah that energy that makes you dream at night oh yeah waking up feeling like you don't even know what went down the night before you know and then seeing how symbolic those messages are in your in your waking life right yeah definitely and it could also be a a bundle of beings that come together you know absolutely throughout the nebula absolutely yeah as the that the light rays are shining through who knows what's going to happen Right. Point. You're going in and out. Yeah, everything's happening at once. So yeah, we got the nebulums come around to wake that wake everyone up. Yeah, bring everyone inside. Yep, and bring everyone what they need to provide. Exactly. So bringing everyone inside so that they can finally go outside, you know, naked. Well, not naked. It's not about being naked. I guess it's it's about being able to go outside of yourself. Naked to yourself. Yes. You know, I, I had a good conversation with a good friend of mine today. Um, I'm going to protect his identity for the time being until, you know, maybe we'll get him on here one time. He, he always brings up a lot of good concepts regarding emotions and feelings and... He's a groovy dude. He's a groovy dude. I'm sure he would agree with that. But, you know... Just bringing up a lot of um, good points about uh, what is a vibrational match for you, okay? Now, we are both on different paths, but we originate from the same um, awakening or at least the trigger of our awakening. We shared an experience together amongst many other close friends. Um and we had a conversation today talking about relationships and uh, dependencies and external – just external exchanges that go on. But what do we mean by this? I explained to him that you can only – you can only match vibrationally with another person. So if you're a guy 
and you're ready for a relationship or you, you end up meeting this girl, you can guarantee by law that this girl that you are going to meet, if you guys vibe together and you guys are looking to create something of this joining, that you two are both a match vibrationally, whatever, scientifically, quantumly, energetically, you are a match. You are only attracting not only the experiences, but most importantly, people into your life that you are able to meet as deeply as you have met yourself. So, for example, I'm going to give I'm going to give you some personal insight. We just said that uh Azariel and I have both been in long relationships before that at this point we can deem parasitic in some ways or dependent. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely, yeah. I, I would definitely say, at least for mine, you know, like mm-hmm. I definitely see where and in what ways it was parasitic or dependent and yeah. how that it even got worse as time progressed. Yeah. Increasingly, you know, and as our vibrations began began to shift apart. Yep. So that's another thing worth mentioning too is that you meet the person you're a vibrational match for. Yep. But if let's say, like I'm sure you could also agree, like once your vibration starts changing and the other person's vibration is staying the same. Yep, yep, yep. Many, many, many problems arise here. Absolutely. And that's also where dependencies can tend to get worse. Yep. Or be be brought to the surface and, you know, for me, it got, you know, pretty ugly in the ways that it would just explode pretty yes. much, you know, so, yeah. And, yeah. So, and of course, per usual, for me, it was the exact opposite of that. Nothing was manifesting um, that was explosive or very apparent that there was a conflict. It was a very silent um, uh like uh, a mind game almost? It was, it was, there, there was a numbness to it. Uh-huh. We were both numb to the fact. But not necessarily, it wasn't coming out. It was not coming out. There were certain things that were trying to be made up for. I remember my girlfriend at the time was trying to do some things that wasn't really in her nature or in alignment with who she yeah. was, the whole relationship, to try and make up for the things that were missing to try and reconnect or reinterest me or to reignite that flame. And for me, I just couldn't do it. I had already made the choice to go deeper. So what I was going to wrap this into is that for those of us who spend a lot of time, and I think this goes for both me and Azariel here, for those of us who have gone deep into ourselves, it takes and I don't want to speculate and say longer, but it takes more to attract or to see manifest a vibrational match for us. I don't want to put it that way. For me personally, I have chosen to see through a lens where I can see the truth of emotion, the truth of our what's really going on. I see the inner child in a lot of people, including myself, and I'm still developing my inner child, but I can't just go to a bar. I can't just go to a club. I can't just go to a gathering and just accept or take 
someone merely based on their aesthetic. Not to say that well, it's like what we were talking about what a few weeks ago. Yeah, we could do that. We very yes, yes, we could. But good point. We could. That's, that's be we'd be willingly mixing with a vibration that we knew wasn't. Uh, yeah, no match. So and in knowing that, it's like where does that lead? You know. It's, yeah, we know where it leads. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I personally have. After that long relationship that I had, a, a one that you would consider very traditional and pure, I experienced a relationship that was the exact opposite because I, I decided at that point, I said, screw that last relationship. I want to experience a relationship with a rush. Yeah. And that was something that I went through during a, a rather darker time. Uh-huh. But that blew up in my face. Yeah. Way, you know, way more um, – destructively, I guess you can say, than the prior one. So I know where that road leads now. So now it's for me, it's a matter of being content in myself, knowing who I am. And with that knowledge of self, I got to put that time in and put, I guess you got to just put yourself out there similar to what we're doing now through this podcast and through other avenues of creativity, but just putting yourself out there authentically for who you are so that you have you have your lines out there for it's take it or leave it at this point. It's That's not, the there's no like, faking it. Even, yeah, like with my last relationship, it was like she only knew how a, a certain amount of <laughs> coffee in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> she only knew, she didn't know everything about, she knew like some things about me yep. that were, that she liked, but it wasn't, she wasn't someone I could just be like boom yeah, here right. it is you yeah know? here here yeah and anytime i Unafraid. did try to open a door because I, I try to do it piece by piece it would usually get rejected or yeah. something like that or it wouldn't be comprehended the way i had intended or exactly like that you know yes so there's that side of it too you know it's like that so like you said putting yourself out there like right now we're just that's it like here it is yeah yeah so. And I specifically remember during that relationship because we were in college at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I specifically remember you telling me that there were some things that you were you were starting to break ground on like spiritually and understand certain things. You were starting to yeah. figure out a lot of things around you were a lie. That was like the beginning of the like, conspiracy yeah. shit, you know, yeah, exactly. Figuring out that it's all, you know, BS, you know, uh-huh. et cetera. Um, and you had tried to express those things to her in like not an aggressive way, but you were being a pusher about it, just saying like, it's not even real. So, yeah. you know, or yeah, basically maybe yeah, you can give a better. Like and yeah, I mean, we, we could probably even do like a whole podcast even on this itself, but mm-hmm. basically, yeah, it was like, I was, I was basically uncovering all this stuff and trying to share it with her. Cause you know, yeah. it's like, which was genuine. Yeah. You know? And because I truly thought like, and I was talking to groovy dude about this today too. Yeah. About, he said he thought his girl was the one. I I really thought at that time, I was like, all right, (laughs) I like this girl a lot. I see the, I see the light in her. I'm going to take her with me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That was a lot of my relationship was just constantly, like constantly trying to pull her with me. Yeah. You know, but, um, regardless, it came down to, she pretty much like was looking into, uh, I remember one time I, I went to her college dorm and she she had her laptop open and she had like uh, she was researching like people with a so-called psychological problem where they're addicted to research and conspiracy. Oh, wow. And she was planning on like trying to get me like oh. help or figure out ways that she oh, could so God. that she could so-called help me through it. Oh, man. 
So I'm not even gonna go. It was totally yeah. So like I said, we could do like a whole talk alone on this, but basically my everything I was learning was being immediately rejected and yes, not you know mainly because of this person's subconscious. Well, the fear of what it was doing to the established relationship that she shock, you know, definitely. Like I I do traumatize people. Yes, I think that you're not really at the point anymore where it's just a straight traumatic experience when you yeah i think that you're uh, <laughs> whatever expressing yeah. in those things in a more balanced way yeah. that could be digested a lot easier but the main point of this being so in that relationship you had started to break ground on new things that were expanding your awareness you were starting to pretty much it was the beginning process like we said of yeah. you getting down deeper yeah and you had made the choice to know more and to know more and to know more, which and this is the key part of this is that was a huge threat to the relationship that your significant other had come to depend on at that point. Exactly. You were going great distances to see this girl too. Oh, yeah. you, well, you guys were at school together. Oh, yeah. But like during the summers and stuff like that. Taking what? Three hour, three hour four, drives? Yeah, yeah. Four hour drives? Yeah. Driving through the friggin' woods. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Literally. And at the time – you know, that was, uh, worth it for you. Yeah. But as things started to change, things started to manifest within the relationship that it took several larger episodes Oh, absolutely! Yeah. for you guys to finally split. Yeah. Yeah. Be getting like arrested, like, yep. you know, stuff like crazy stuff like that, you know? Yep. But yeah, exactly. And it was basically like, I, I mean, I mentioned before how even after I realized it was parasitic, uh-huh. or, I mean, I guess I didn't realize it at the time, but yeah, no. looking back, I see where it got parasitic yeah. and me constantly trying to say, come on, let's go. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care if we like mess each, mess each other up this much. Like, let's stop doing that and keep, let's go. Let's, yeah. keep, let's go on this path. Let's go inside. And it just wasn't. And that constant pulling also caused more tension. So. And that's interesting, too, because for my personal relationship, I wasn't trying to pull my significant other. I was trying to push her off the cliff. She, there was a lot of things that she was on the cusp of. There were certain things about her. And I'm sure there were certain things with your significant other as well at that time that were apparent that she had the potential oh, definitely, yeah. to take that route. But what was learned from this is that you cannot push anybody or pull or pull anybody yeah. into doing anything that they are not willing to do. Exactly. I referenced that in a lot of my YouTube videos, that dream that you had that day when you woke up and you you had heard a audible whatever uh, message or being or you know s- symbolic occurrence in this dream you had where you heard it's not about where you're going or how to get there. It's a matter of just straight up where you're willing to go is, is a vibration that will carry you forth. Yeah. Period. That's it. Yeah. And if they're not willing to, then a decision has to be made. That was one of the hardest things that me personally I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Breaking up. Definitely. I had no reason. She, she did nothing wrong. Uh-huh. It was very – she was very, very – um, I guess it was kind of the opposite in that sense because I think me and her both wronged each other a lot to be honest. Yeah. In different ways but – it was still hard to let go. Of, Definitely. You know, because oh, I, yeah. I was I was always the voice to say like, yeah, we, we did wrong each other. But like now that we know that, let's stop doing that and be yeah. better and keep going now. And yeah. Keep, you know, 
So I guess in that sense, it was a little opposite. But yeah, it was still about where she was willing to go. Exactly. You know? so. Exactly. Um, but it was still difficult to end it, even through that. Without question. Yeah. And at the time, it wasn't even diff- it was difficult to end it because it was time to break free exactly. for me from the, dis- the dependencies that I had come to depend on. Yeah. The things in that relationship that it provided me with emotionally. Yeah. And it's been a long time. That was pro- that was the only time in my life where I was, I guess you could say, emotionally vulnerable in a sense. I, I really did pour a lot out. Yeah, same. And there was a side to me that was seen by her that I don't even know if you've seen or anyone has seen. Yeah. Because it's that, Definitely. It's that mother-son relationship that comes into play. You know? That's why we, we, we use these terms, daddy issues. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. These girls who have a maybe absent father or perhaps a father that wasn't as present in the development, whether emotionally, mentally, or just aging physically, and it turns into an external desire to please a, just a, a male figure exactly. or just a figure in general through you know, sexual um, – it could be sexual. It could be whatever. And, and pleasing a man in any way. Yeah. You know? So, um, these are things we just got to check. It's, it's called shadow work. That's something that Zariel can tell you about. Um, and I just got to be real about this right now. I'm going to play a little bit more third eye blind for a second. I got to take a leak. Yeah. So maybe I love it, these key outside i heard him go you fucking whore i'll kill you they've, they've um censor it yeah. oh they did uh-huh. my bad well that's crazy that you heard that I but mean, anyways that's, that's very re- relevant absolutely yeah. that's why i heard it uh-huh. <laughs> very in line with the conversation we're having anyone wants to go to third eye blind with us we're gonna be going uh they're coming to uh, oakdale in june yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. edmund said he's gone he's only already bought his tickets so Oh yeah, so yeah. Forming a little group trip up there. If anyone wants to come and hang out, listen if to some third eye blind. It's in Wallingford, Connecticut. Yeah, if you're from out of state and you're coming, listen. Hit us up. Absolutely. Don't be don't be shy about that. But aren't they going with uh they're going with Jimmy Eat World or something? Jimmy like World and I love Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, they were another one of mine. Yeah. The same time period, honestly. Yep. It's gonna take some time. Little girl, we're in the middle of the ride. Uh-huh. Everything, everything's gonna be all right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, you know, these relationships, uh, they've definitely taken a turn from where we, where we originated. Um, and yeah, it's what we have to go through at this, at this time, but there's some confusion going on too. I think that uh, my personal take on this, what I can project forward into these relationships, I feel like a lot of girls are kind of like what you're seeing like around you. Yeah. Just around yeah, me yeah. today. 
the way that I can see a lot of guys and girls behaving. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like a, a lot of girls are just lo- losing interest, honestly, in in yeah in guys unless they absolutely bow down to these girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I and and we keep it real. You know, we're not just sitting here. Um, you know, just spitting all this stuff about truth. We take it back to the 3D reality. That's what I love about this because I go on Instagram all the time. We had this conversation last night off the record, but we were talking about how on Instagram you see like these funny memes about how the girl films um, or the guy films the girl cheating or the punishment yeah, that yeah. he does when she's cheating. And we've both been seeing the opposite. Yeah, yeah. I, I see the videos of the, the girl finding out the guy was cheating. I saw an Instagram video that some girl got her, her boyfriend's iPad fixed at Apple for like his birthday or whatever and she brought it to him he's like oh you fixed my ipad and then she just grabbed a hammer and cracked it and she's like you texting you know you texting what's her name tracy uh-huh. i saw you texting Tracy." and he just has has his head down in shame because he was she found the text on the ipad yeah but i mean and then i see these other memes on instagram of these girls saying oh my god find you a boy like this oh, dude. and it's like a text message saying baby and, and you, girls you don't want to hear it but I'm just keeping it real with you. It's not just for the girls, it's for the guys need a wake up call too. But you don't want to hear it. It's like you want these guys to be like, baby, don't you ever apologize to me. It's my job to make you feel wanted and to make you feel beautiful. And there's nothing wrong with being affectionate with your girlfriend. I think that's actually a very um, positive aspect of relationships. Absolutely, yeah. But to, de- to desire your man to provide you with all your value, provide you with all your confidence, provide – this is where we have fallen out of balance, Absolutely. in my opinion. And I think a lot of people will agree with that who keep it real, unless you're unconsciously participating in these relationships. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah. And like, not right. Even when we're going to the coffee shops and stuff, you know, just even the way that you see these couples interacting and stuff. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, another thing on Instagram, and I love bringing it back to Instagram because it's like I'm speaking your language. It's like I speak a different language when I'm spitting all the truth or whatever. And then we come down and we're like, but hold on, check on Instagram. And I was yeah. like, oh, now you're talking. Exactly. That's you know like, what I mean? That's like a fact check or something. Exactly. Like check Instagram. I've seen this new Instagrams going on. Uh, there's this new thing where like the boyfriend's playing the video games. And the caption is always, he's been playing for two hours. Oh, yeah. And this is how I got him to react. Yeah. So it's a girl and she's filming it for Instagram and she pretends she's on the phone. She goes, hello? Okay, I'm on my way. And in every video, the boyfriend takes – I'm going to try and get a clip for this for you guys. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to be able to make it happen too. I think I'm going to be able to make it happen. All right, let's do it. I act quickly. If not, whatever. Um, the kid takes off. He's playing Fortnite or whatever. And then he takes off his headphones. He goes, what do you mean? You know, he turns around yeah, because yeah. she was about to leave. You know, so threatening with leaving, he turns around because you got your girlfriend laying on the bed and you're playing Fortnite. You know what I mean? for two hours and she's like how am i gonna get his attention so she pretends that she's heading over to someone else's house it's just it's it's not even the other thing too though his reaction the thought of being alone at that exactly you know exactly he doesn't want to be by himself a lot of guys don't which that was a problem in my relationship because i wanted to be by myself sometimes yeah and she didn't want to leave me by myself she wanted to always have me with okay and i would be like all right well i'm gonna even if I wanted to play a video game, for example, yeah, I'd play, you know, for a, little, a couple minutes, and then it would be like, "Why aren't you paying attention to me?" Exactly. So, did was it one of those things where she offered you 
fine. If you want to be alone, that's fine. Like we can still be together and I won't bother you for a few hours. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. She gave you like the consolation prize. Exactly. You know? But then realistically after 10 minutes, it's like, you know, what? Right. Why aren't you paying attention? Right. Now you're literally just not paying attention, attention to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to have the same things. My, my ex-girlfriend had a problem because towards the end of the relationship, I would fall asleep. I'd go to her house and I'd nice. I, I do fall – when I'm not interested or something, you know, yeah. When I'm not on my game, I fall asleep. Nah, yeah. I got to be really That's, invested in what I'm doing. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> in that particular relationship, as things were starting to expire and I had started to lose interest, I would go over there and I'd fucking be falling asleep. Like I'd be like – she'd be like, what do you want to do tonight? And I'm like – you know, we'll go grab dinner. I have no problem. I love throwing another – I love going to get food. You know what I mean? That was a big thing in my relationship too. It was like, yeah. yeah. It was like a core part of the night That besides yeah. sex. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Just exactly. keeping it real because yeah. at that time too, that was a big dependency for me. Exactly. I was like, this is great. She's my girlfriend. I really love her. Yeah. The vibration of the word love at that time had a different meaning for me mm-hmm. as it does now. I have, There's more depth to it. But, you know, and, and that was at a time where I was ready to start – expressing myself sexually and that was a big big core part of that relationship uh-huh. we'd go out to dinner but after dinner i'd come back and she'd be like what do you want to do do you want to like do something fun she'd be like do you want to you know christmas time do you want to go make a gingerbread house do you want to like go do something together as a couple and i had no energy left because at the time i was going to school i was working yeah, a little shy job side job i was working stuff, at a bookstore yeah. and i'd get over at her house at the end of the night and i would just fall asleep and she was very I left her disappointed. I feel like I left her left her hanging a lot of times, but it was all because I was not keeping it real with her. Yeah. I wasn't just owning up to the fact, yo, I'm I gotta move on now. I'm at a different I'm moving on to a different vibration, a different different version of myself. Mm-hmm. But I just I was still holding on for those things I was becoming dependent on. Like that emotional, you know, dependency and that sexual dependency, which is going on a lot now too. Even someone just to get someone to eat with, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you were always down for it at the time, but we both had our experiences where I was unavailable for a while when I was really invested in my relationship. And then when you were in your relationship, there were times where you weren't around. You know what I mean? So since I was like out of state and stuff. Exactly. It wasn't even an option. Yeah. You know, you used to come hang out with me and my ex sometimes too. Oh, yeah. Because you were dating her way longer than I was dating mine. Yeah. I think we did like four years or five years, honestly. I was like two and a half going on three, I think. When you break two years, it's the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? You guys. But like I'm saying like. Actually. Back, back when you guys first started, I was like still single. So I yeah. was like. That was, I think that was mainly the time where I was like hanging with you guys. Yeah. You, know? you were Uncle Tony. Yeah. You know. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Be interested to see if our technology is cooperating right now. I want to. Um get into some uh breaking down of words um the definition of the word love is defined in the new oxford american dictionary as an intense feeling of deep affection a great interest and pleasure in something and i think so number one was an intense feeling of deep affection and the second definition is a great interest and pleasure in something. I think that number two is explaining exactly where we have given um, ourselves up to. Yeah. You know, the I, it's at the end, the interest. I'm interested in yeah. you is really what we should be say, saying yeah. to this significant person at this yeah. time. 
you find a girl and again guys i'm just keeping it real with you this is how the psychological process goes you run into a girl you you peep her instagram she's looking good on instagram this is how i got into my last relationship i saw her out in a club we hit it off there was that spark there was that fire she was looking good she thought the same about me. There was a good energy there. It was a it was a physical vibration. There was a physical attraction. I went on her Instagram. I was like, wow. Yo, I thought I just had too much to drink. I was like, this girl was fucking hot. You know what I mean? And then there's that. And that leads to that great interest or great pleasure in something. I was very much interested Yeah, in her. I would say so. You know what yeah. I mean? Did I love her? I don't even re- – that time is so friggin' blurry. I don't even remember if I told her I loved her. I – I don't think you, I mean, I, I really, yo, I don't think I, don't I did. Sure, yeah. I, don't I wish that I could just, that or hearing you say it. I don't think I, I ever I told her that. I don't think you would ever said it in front of everyone during that time. But. No, I, I don't think I told her. I don't think I said that. I don't think I, I, I dropped that vibe. Uh-huh. Although I, you know, I have to say there are plenty of girls out there that I feel that I, can go up to them and just, I mean, not just girls, I mean, guys too. There's a lot of dudes that have that capacity to go this deep that I can just be like, I love you. You know what I mean? For girls too. You know what I mean? I saw that girl again tonight at the coffee shop, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. What's she doing? She was just hanging out with her dog. Her dog? Yeah. She had her dog in the coffee shop. What kind of dog? It's like a little thing. A little Jack Russell or something. Oh, wow. Okay. She's just doing her thing. Uh-huh. Are you interested? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, again, it's just a matter of if I, if, if these people that I wish to connect with are able to take it to this level of depth. Yeah. And exactly. I really can't censor it. Yeah. I can't minimize it. It is what it is. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm, I'm more than more than happy in my own company. And I think that's really the point that you want to be at on this Before journey. You even try to be with someone else. Yeah, because then it's not dependent on if you do come across that person or not. It's exactly. You're content in yourself and the things you do, your work, your life. So, yeah relationships i mean the word relationship itself too i mean the the core the core the meat of the word is relate yeah it's based on how you guys relate the definition of the word relate is to make or show a connection between or to identify with something you identify with if you two have a linear or i guess you could say a related perspective or perception on what a relationship is to you and you can make that connection then you guys are in a relationship a lot of us today form relationships with those we relate with it could be just on a friendship level too yeah you smoke weed i smoke weed you know what i mean or we we're a bar you know we're a bar crew we go to the bar together you know what we do on fridays bro we go to the bar yeah where the fuck were you last night we go to the bar on fridays where were you at we ride bikes you know what i mean Uh we go paintball and whatever it may be we're gamers you know what i mean where were you we were playing super smash bros or Uh we were playing you know world of warcraft a lot of phases you go through in your life where you find people you relate to you know yeah that's dealing with these relationships too because yeah i mean 
relationships are, like you said, it could be friendship. Yep. Could be family. Of course. Could be work environment. Yep. You know, they take on different forms and yep. it's always based on that thing that you're related on. Like it, you could have a relationship with someone you work with solely because you do the same job with them. Yeah. You know, or you guys have the same, or, and then you could take it a step further and be like, Oh, you like, uh, coconut water. I like coconut water too. Yeah. Let's relate on that. Yeah. Or something like that, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Or when you like, think about back in the day, back in the day, me and Azariel, we were just talking about this prior to, um, recording. We were both, you know, gamers. Oh yeah. We loved playing online MMOs, um, so on and so forth. But, um, you know, when you find that person, yeah, you know, when at work you find that person that plays the same game as you, or, or like the people we found at school, that yeah, play, you know, and yeah. So, your vibe attracts your tribe, and they do not say, you know, you are who you hang out with for no reason. That's not that's not as popular of a phrase as it is for no reason. Exactly, you literally are who you hang out with whether you want to believe it or not. If you're hanging out with another group or um, a crew or even if it's just one person or if you just hang out with yourself, you know what I mean? You are who you hang out with. If you hang out with yourself, that's who you are. If you hang out with another person that's like-minded or a group of people that are like-minded, that's who you are. You guys become a collective. If you spend all your time with your girlfriend or your boyfriend, that's who you are or at least a good deal of who you are. Yeah, definitely. You see it everywhere, man. Yeah. And especially if you're having like, especially when it comes down to the, the sex aspect of a relationship too. Yep. You're literally fusing with that other person. Correct. Energetically and physically. Yes, so yes, yes. You're literally, be, you're linking to them and becoming them in that sense. Emotionally, spiritually, you have their essence yes. with you, That's on you. Actually, oh man, I don't know if we want to get that deep in this vid- in this current podcast. Episode, yeah. but dude, <laughs> sex. We we literally have no idea how powerful the act. My part, my preference of word here is ritual, but the act of sex, how powerful it is on the etheric level, on the physical level, we know how powerful it is because we understand. Or we are receiving the physical stimuli that comes with it. That's why it's so powerful and influential. Yeah. Someone is driven by the desire for sex. Think about how that is reflected in the spiritual sense of things, in the energetic or the etheric. We have no clue and we take on the energy of other people. You know what I mean? Exactly. You are who you're having sex with too. And this is this – is, science this is science this is science but it's it's subconscious for a lot of us because we're not interested in taking it to this level of depth we we want to remain calcified or we want to stay stay here on a physical level and take care of ourselves on a physical level and just provide ourselves with the stimuli and pleasure that comes along with being a physical being but it's time now to take to transcend from that physical understand it be with it and bring it to a new a new height, which is our natural state as spiritual beings. Physicality is not our natural state. No. 
because physicality is just something that is expressing who we are. You use your body to express yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what is yourself? It's not. It's not. Your avatar. Tangible. Exactly. It's not tangible. It's not touchable. It's not holdable. You could try to make it so. Exactly. I mean, and you could even say it's not necessarily perceivable either with physical No, eyes. it's not. You know, most, you know, mostly at least. And culturally and behaviorally, um, a lot of us can't handle that at this time. We can't, but handle a fully no ego, you know, authentic soul with no no barriers up or no regard. We we culturally, I mean, just think about high school. Yeah, exactly. What do we do? We stay away. That person sits at that side of the table. They're friggin' weird. Yeah. They're weird, man. Exactly. You remember our boy, Smoothie? Yeah. Smoothie boy. Yup, yup. Shout out, Smoothie uh-huh. boy. But yeah, we, we, I feel like we were like the only people to push that boundary in Correct. a sense. But also notice when we started doing that, other people followed. Exactly. You know? There were such strict, confined cliques in our high school even in my middle school, but in my high school, our high school that we, but we never, conf- we never, um, I guess, conformed to one click, one group. Like people we're, we're animals, right? So when we're in our physical body or in our physical aspect, we are animalistic by nature. So we go with the pack. We are instinctual beings. We don't really cross. We, we stick with who we relate to. Yeah. You know? And some of us get offended or get a little hostile if we notice that someone else in our clique has is trying to cross a boundary and befriend another person who is not one with us. Yeah, exactly. He's animalistic. From another tribe. Or exactly. Like, you know, or from another clan, another whatever. Another yep. Exactly, exactly. Good words. You know, but in high school, I mean, we definitely were ones who were – all over the map. Yeah. Hanging out with the gamers, hanging out with the cool kids, with the jocks, with the kids that were, you know, everyone looked to as no one really ever vocalized it, but there were those kids who were like, you don't talk to them. They're cool. They are dating all the hotter girls. Yeah. They're, um, they're partying more yeah, than everyone else. Yup. You know? Yup. Yup. They were they just, they, they pretended to be, and I think some of them are re- realize it now after high school has ended. Like yeah. I feel like there, there's – I feel some regret and coming from them. people who I think also changed themselves to be a part of that. Yeah. Clip, you know, as well are starting to. I had a particular experience with a group of kids in high school and I definitely shared the story with you before. But um, I hung out with everyone. I hung out with the gamers, like I said. I hung out with the cool kids. I hung out with my bus crew, which was my OG, just my, my crew. You know what I mean? My true blue friends earlier on, freshman, sophomore year. But towards the end of high school, moving towards senior year, I was hanging with everyone because I had a girlfriend who was friends with um, some of the girlfriends of the cooler kids. Yeah. So we kind of bridged the gap between like you know me being – I guess you could say – in this click and it just, it built a bridge. Now I was hanging out with those kids too, but they were like, what they wanted me to commit yeah. to them. 
they were like, you stay with us. Why are you still hanging out with those kids? Why are you hanging out with the gamers? Why are you hanging out with your bus crew? Like you're one of us now, like acting like I should be honored to be a part of it. But I defied and denied their offers to be solely with them. I was like, no, that's not how it goes down. I'm cool with you guys. Yeah. You see me for who I am, right? I'm, 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 I'm cool with you guys. But at the same time, I, I'm not turning my back on my those who were true to me. Yeah freshman sophomore junior year those kids who accepted me for who i was especially uh you, you were trying out for football too right like, yeah senior year i tried to freaking try out for football broke my arm like three weeks in but i was but i feel like you were probably having some pressure from like that group too right 100 percent. yeah yeah there was a big big um i guess you could say there was a opportunity for me to cross cross the gap and really turn my back on some people yeah for the glory right wow. that would have lasted what a year or something like that and some of those kids still hang out now but i was just never that way i wanted to bridge it all together there's no need for it there was so much separation it was like especially going to an all-guy school like there was just this underlying sense of like it's this crew it's this crew it's this crew and it's this crew we're all guy we're all nd kids at the end of the day yeah but there was still that pressure exactly beneath the radar but i, I just yeah. never did that i, I know you never of, did it yeah, either i just like floated around pretty much you know yeah i, I was i did me and kind of i guess pulled people in in a sense uh-huh and yeah i never really sure. fully committed to any any one group you know? yeah I was just cool. I tried to... Like, I, you had your core group. Well, yeah. Like, that I knew before high school. Exactly. And then, obviously, when I became friends with you, it was really, like, you that I was chilling with a lot, so... Uh-huh. But, yeah. Like, when I when I would go to lunch, I would be with, you know, the so-called nerdy kids one day. Yep. And then, like... Next day, you're sitting with the football team. Exactly. You know what I mean? Next day, you know, obviously, we had the, the black table, too. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I didn't care. I went and sat with them. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, That's another thing, no too. There's no separation. Yeah. The, there shouldn't <laughs> be, at least. But. No. Well, yeah, exactly. There shouldn't be. There's just no need. It's like, um, it's that animal instinct, man. It's, it's, it's that instinct of survival. It's the instinct of dominance. It's just this fake bullshit that, w that should be given, you know, some that aspect should be viable in our lives as both spiritual beings and human flesh beings, flesh and blood. But we have – we're not in balance with it. I mean most of us are just living in the body, living in the body. Imagine waking up – I can't even imagine. I did it at one point. But imagine waking up every day and just being a body. Just – or not – you know what I mean? Just identifying with a body. Yeah. What's for breakfast? What's for, what's for lunch? What's for dinner? Go to work all day. Hit the gym. You know, come home, bang your girlfriend, pass out, wake up, do the same thing. What's eat for breakfast? Food. Yeah, eat some food. Oh. Just being, just being, just being, with, identifying with the body, and the body only. And I know a lot of us are doing this now collectively, that's, but that's the thing too. Like you said, like with the sex, it's like right. It's it's not just a physical thing, but it's in this world, in this society it's portrayed as only a physical thing exactly so, because you know obviously people don't look past it people don't look past it why and i, I understand why in, in the media so i was just gonna say 
the projected like cultural beliefs that we hold of like, yo, what's your name? Oh, your name's Antonio. What's up, Antonio? But who is Antonio? Exactly. And this is like that, you know, that stuff that people roll their eyes at sometimes. But it's like you got to understand what is Antonio? Is Antonio that that body with the beard and the long hair and that um, unique style? Is that just Antonio? Or is that just the expression or the external projection of Antonio's essence, which is really – which really resides in inside that vessel? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why we always say it's, it's – people don't even believe this at this point. But it's like we say what's on the – it's what's on the inside that matters. Exactly. You know? Uh, we're – I think we're starting to have this realization now that it really is what's on the inside that matters. I think people need to, to feel that it, what is inside them is valued at this point. And I think that honestly it's going to take something like a podcast like this or videos or – just for people to know, yo, you are valued. Not you, not what you do, not what your job is, not all this BS, not what you wear, not how much money you make, like all this if bullshit. None of that, if you had none you of that and you were still appreciated for just what you bring to the table, like in high school, like I said, my bus crew, my OGs, I hung out with two people that were my best friends. And to this day, they still are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of those memories. Why? Because – and they weren't the coolest – so-called coolest. They weren't the highest on the friggin' totem pole. They were imaginative beings who accepted me for who I truly was. So I don't care where the fuck I end up in my life. I will always value them and respect them just for those years. And that's why in high school, dude, you do not want to be this guy who's all in the ego trying to be dominant for four years. Because a lot of the kids that you're trying to dominate or, you know, stand over are the kids that end up in life just end up knowing themselves and they knew themselves back in high school but we stomp on that because you're showing too much color you're supposed to be rigid and tough and closed off and emotionally unavailable like us Uh bullshit bullshit and that even yeah back in high school happy i did that yeah you know what i mean bounced around everywhere and didn't fucking commit to anything or anyone so it's those of us who are us that need to be reminded that we're valued. You are valued for who you are and what's inside. I don't give – I literally don't care. I don't care what you do. I don't care what car you drive. Nothing. Exactly. I see through it all. You know? And you should too. Don't let this external bullshit illusion fool you into thinking that you're not valued because you're not X, you're not Y, you're not Z. You don't do this. You don't do that. You don't have this. You don't have that. You have it all and you were literally born perfect, not even on a physical level of birth. I'm just talking the birth of your spirit with the essence that is operating your physical vessel was born with no flaw. Yeah. And it's just about how much of that you're willing to show. And it's a work in progress. Absolutely. I'm not showing, you know, I don't show it all, all the time. I can't say I do either, you know? Yeah. Definitely still closed off in some ways. Definitely. Well, we're putting it out there now, like we said. Exactly. Here it is. Here it is. So, and in the short time that we've been doing, not not even just this podcast, just kind of like, just really just standing up and just raising our hands saying like, yo, this is... A lot of what's going on in the world right now is is fake. 
It's not authentically real. It doesn't really resonate on a soul level. It's just it's just ego. But I really do believe that we are returning. I think that a lot of people I, – I was at a class tonight and I, I see a lot – a lot of people that um, I wouldn't expect that are asking critical questions, uh-huh. questioning certain things that are, are, are going to lead them on a path of greater fulfillment if they so choose. Again, going back to are you willing yeah. to get there? Are you willing? And we were just talking before this about the paths that you know yep. different people take. Exactly. You, you start with other people, uh-huh. but you might decide to go – all the way through or can not I don't even want to say all the way through but keep going through. yeah someone might decide to go a couple inches in and then turn right yeah revert back or you know stay where they are there yeah and the other person might just go totally the opposite direction from that right so. might just climb out of the hole right there exactly you know so. some people climb down 10 feet like that's enough for me and they go back to doing whatever they do understanding and overstanding now what yeah. you know how deep it really goes if they so choose to return to that. And it gets um, tricky because when you really want to break down these paradigms, these belief systems and really seek more truth out, you'll get what you want. But then you have to figure out how am I going to bring this now, this knowing now back to the surface? Because you got to come back to the surface. you got to find your place in the world, whether it's through – That's true. Yeah. You know, you can't just go – I mean if you go down the rabbit hole, you can keep going. But if you want to bring that insight that comes with that journey back to the surface and apply it to physical reality, then you need to you need to digest. You need to take a break. You need to digest what you've got and bring it back to the surface. Do some work, and then when you're ready to go back down for more, and you think that you can portray that and be a messenger for that, you got to do it. You got to come back up. You got to find that balance. True. Yeah. It can't just be a constant journey, just underground burrowing and tunneling deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. You're going to get lost. You're going to get, well, yeah. The whole point of this is to make an impact. This has nothing to do with, with, with trying to make a name for, I don't even know what my name is. You know, your, your name is literally, again, it's a deep discussion, but your name on your birth certificate is, is, is written in a uniform code referred to as Capitus Maximus. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a corporate version of your name, okay? And when your name is written in all capitals, this is this is called Capitus Maximus. Capitus Maximus is not you. It is the representation of your private or I should say individual corporate entity of yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Livestock, your social security number. You you call any company, a credit card company, if you want to pay your debt back, you call your bank. What do they say? Can I have the last four of your social, please? Yeah. That's your livestock number. That's your ID tag. That's no different than the tag that is on the ear of the cattle or the sheep or the pig or the brand that's on the cow's ass. Yeah. It's no different. You're a part of your 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 if you look up your social security number, did you know that it's actually it is literally on the stock market. Your name in Capitus Maximus is a stock because they need to know how much value are you bringing to this to this system. You know, what what's your job, what's your income, what are you providing, how many how many taxes do you pay? I mean, they they need to know how much energy you're bringing in. 
all kind of energy, right? So mm-hmm. it has all kinds of re- your driver's license linked to that. Yeah, of course. So you know, absolutely everything regarding that. You everything know. you've ever done in this physical reality, exactly under that cor- capitus maximus name, under that private corporation, you are a corporation. Well, you're not a corporation, but the way we're operating right now, unconsciously, we don't realize that we everything we do is a contract. Yeah. Your driver's license, did you know that was a contract? No, you did not. You thought it was a requirement. It's a contract that you are giving your consent to every day saying, I am a part of this major corporation, this country that is a corporation. And again, this is just telling you what you need to know at this point. This is not – I'm not trying to be this um, you know, whistleblower saying oh, everything you know about the United States is a lie. Listen, you got you to start your journey where you're comfortable starting your journey. But we're literally living in a corporate entity. And if you really can't accept it at this point, then the, the, this information is not for you. But you need to take a good look around and notice that every 30 seconds that you're driving, every intersection you cross, there's a fast, there's a plaza or a fast food restaurant. We are literally just a group of consumers, especially here in this country. If you're living in the United States during this time, you are living in the most interesting setting and the most interesting time of human existence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Especially if in the United States, dude. In the United States, they love, love, love to get you to fear going out of the country, going to other countries. There's wars. There's danger. There's disease. Everything to keep you from leaving this country. Why? Because they need you here, going back to the relationship conversation, and dependent on the the luxuries and the pleasures and the comfy, cozy lifestyle we live here in the United States, where you can't make it to your job without passing five Wendy's or two Bank of Americas or seven Dunkin' Donuts. There's some streets I drive on. Oh, dude. I pass, I swear to God, I swear, four Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. There's four. Yeah. On one stretch. Yeah. That's and not wild. Ga- like gas stations too. Right. Gotta, right. Gotta yes, keep I was going. Like, what are gas stations all about? Yeah. You know? Literally there's there's areas on that same road that you're probably talking about with all Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. There's two gas stations right next to each other. A Wendy's, yep. another gas station. A Bank, Bank of America. Yeah. Bank of America. Every bank that you can imagine yep. all across the street from each other. Liberty, T D, Bank of America. Burger King. Plus a grocery store. Yep. Then another grocery store even further down. Consume, the consume, 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 consume. No matter where you're going, consume, consume, consume. I haven't seen a tree or a mountain and since I was three years old. Consume, 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 consume. Exactly. All it is is stoplights, stop signs, blinkers, Hondas, and, and everyone's dependent on it. Yeah. Just corporate. You know, oh no Dunkin' Donuts, where am I gonna how am I gonna get my coffee? Right. But that's another thing too. It's about Especially with that, it's like people are literally addicted to Absolutely. Dunkin' Donuts. Absolutely. As it, I mean, we could probably get further. America runs that. on it, dude. Exactly. Yeah. They don't put this shit into your subconscious for no reason. They're not putting it out on the commercials and showing you during the Super Bowl for no reason. It's every day. It's normal now. Did you know that? At one point in our existence, even on this land that we were on, there. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, if you ever put any Aboriginals or any natives. And transported them somehow or teleported them to this time, this space, this existence, this reality, they would have no – not to mention what a fucking car is. They would have no clue 
what to do at a drive-thru if they ever pulled up to a drive-thru and some lady starts let's talking about they, a big let, and toasted sandwich. Yeah, like let's say they could understand right. the language. Yeah, right. Not, you know? Yeah. They won't even know what to do. No. Or what to say. No. Or the, did you want to try our, do you want to try our special, uh, our special Christmas uh, triangle, Christmas tree donut today? Or did you want to try our new big and toasted sandwich with yeah. a side of a caramel macchiato with a splash of double caramel and two turbo shots? Even if they said yes to that and they tasted that <laughs> yes. yeah. or whatever, they were like, oh, yeah, I'll try it. Oh, God. Imagine what would happen <laughs> if they even like consumed it. Yeah, you know? right. Oh, man. But that's the thing. You got to be willing to question all this stuff, and you got to be willing to look around and say, "Hey, what what is life outside of all this constant stimulus, constant stimulation?" And hey, guess what? If you're not going to stop at the Dunkin' Donuts, at least stop at the red light and open up Instagram and just check it on your phone while you're driving. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. And if you're not going to do that, Facetime your friend while you're driving and put it on the phone mount and. You know, whatever, whatever, just constant simulation, constant simulation. And we become subliminally, subconsciously dependent. And in my opinion, the, the more appropriate word is just addicted, addicted yeah. to all this external bullshit. Dude, a lot of people that I have reconnected with that I've met have a serious, serious issue and a lot of resistance to, to being alone with their thoughts. Oh, yeah. Dude, you turn no off the lights. Right. Silence. I have a group of friends that I used to hang out with that literally cannot exist without having music in the background at all times. Exactly. Music is an excellent tool for healing, no doubt. And it's a very powerful form of magic in its physical reality. And that's why it's so popular, too. Exactly. Exactly. Music is a huge industry. Um, But, you know, anything out of balance, I mean, it could just be used as a distraction. It's a vibration. It could be used to empower you or to trap you. Exactly. Even if it's, yeah, no matter what song it is, no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. So we've veered off a little bit from the topic matter, but it all applies. Yeah. And it's all very relevant. Yeah. But this is what it's going to take. I mean, you got to know that there's people out here that are very much with it that understand what we're going through as a collective, see it for what it is, understand where we're at and, but what it could be. So it's up to us. There's nothing written and there's nothing fixed that is going to say that humanity is going to find its way back to a natural organic way of living, a holistic way of living, a holistic way of being. But it's up to us. And I personally am not satisfied with what we're at right now as a collective. And I want something different. It looks dark. It does. It looks dark. I know it's what we have to go through. Yeah. You know? Definitely not cool in a way. Yeah. At the same time, it's awesome. It is is very, yeah, very cool time. We're pretty much at the darkest point almost. Just about. I can't really picture it getting too much darker than mm. dark but we'll see about that yeah but yeah it's definitely crazy times and exciting times absolutely very exciting so very even, fun too yeah exactly you know? that's exactly a lot of stuff at your fingertips that you can do that's really fun the fact that you can even reach people through a podcast or that you could you know talk to connect with millions of people from anywhere i got friends now in chicago yeah which that's not even far 
I mean, that's not even bad. You Outside have, of the country, yeah. even. You know what I mean? Remember, remember that uh, French dude you met a couple year, a year ago, two years ago? French year dude. Ago? What do I mean? With the beats. Oh, yeah. D. Roseanne. Yeah. D. Roseanne. Shout yeah. out. Shout out to D. Roseanne. Still follow him on Snapchat. Cool guy. Makes excellent beats. Honestly, his beats are getting recognized now. Yeah, really? Yeah. Was, awesome. Yeah. He, he made really good beats. Absolutely. But even like that, that's another country. Yep. You instantly just found him. Yeah. You know? So. Exactly. So a very interesting time to be in. Very exciting time. A lot of fun. I was actually just telling Azariel the other day, we were out for coffee and I was like, we were walking down the streets of the city. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, we live right next to Yale University. So there's a lot of activity in our outside of our immediate area, but right in our area. And, you know, this world, I was telling him, is, is really just to be explored and to be enjoyed and to have fun participating in. You're, we're literally living in a, in a, it's a game in a game. game. That's right. You know, so it's to be, it's to be explored and to have fun, you know, not to be a battery to just, just be a frigging battery for something that's not even your dream, but you, you, you can't, you got to realize that you got to be willing to step out of that and take accountability for the fact that you have been spending your life unconsciously fueling another man's dream. Spending nine to five in, in a building that you're really at your soul level, really not interested at all in the outcome of the company. You're not an investor in the company. You're just looking for a job to get yours. So you are producing so that you may consume because you're just trying to survive out here in this shit. You yeah. heard it's rough out here. So you got to go to school. You got to get a job. You got to work nine to five. You got to raise a family. You got to get a mortgage. And a lot of the subliminals, they're keeping the clues inside all the shit that you're doing. The word mortgage itself has the word mort in it, M-O-R-T. This is not a coincidence. You got to start studying the words. A mort gauge. A mort gauge, yes. You know. Exactly. Man, so you got you got to start picking this stuff up if you really want to if you really want to get past this. If you want to take a higher perspective and you want to reclaim your soul, you're going to start to understand that a lot of the things that you're working toward in your life are actually just bloody raw, but they're killing you. Yeah. You know? And you're dying for again, a dream that's not yours relationships let's let's start to turn that dependency into you know knowing ourselves and being dependent on ourselves and therefore having a vibrational match that is actually in balance and um just not externally dependent on any type of circumstance one where you can share together and you can both Look at one another. For me personally, I want to have a woman that I look at. I look at her and I see strength in her eyes. I see fire in her belly and in her eyes. Strength in her toward achieving her life's work. I don't even want to get involved with or interfere with her work. I want to see her succeeding in her life's work. And I'm not talking about her being a nurse. And I'm not, not saying there's anything wrong with that. But for me personally, I want to see that fire, that passion towards something that she stands for. Yeah. 
and I want to see her tackle those goals. I want to. I want to. I, I want a superwoman. Yeah. I want to be the Superman. I want my girl to be the Superwoman. We were talking about that off off the record. Yeah, we were. But yeah, like that's what I that's what I want. Superman does his thing. Yeah. Superwoman does her thing. Yeah. They have their own series. Yeah. And they blend together. It, yeah. Come together. Even I guess any any two superheroes that come together, you could really relate that to. Yeah. You know. But, Absolutely. In this relation, I think that's perfect for like the relationship kind of idea. You got your work, I got mine. We both maintain our identity in the relationship. We are both very dedicated to what we do, but we are married, not not by law. You didn't sign a physical contract, right? We, and again, that's a whole nother. Yeah. But yeah, man. So it's all about knowing yourself first. That's step one. You got to be willing to dive into yourself, acknowledge who you are, and take accountability for the person that you've created yourself to appear or to project as so that you can rewind. And that's what it's going to take. If you're not willing to go back, then that's fine. You keep walking your path. No criticism. There's no criticism for how you're living your life. It's just about if you really want to know more, if you want to find those truths, those jewels that lie beneath the facade, then you know what you got to do. You know, and then everything in your life will start to vibrationally resonate or match with what you're putting out there. Science proves this. Hard science proves this. Quantum physics proves this. We're not in an age anymore where that's blurry. This is very definite. That the electromagnetic field around your body, okay, when running smoothly, in balance, in harmony, is putting out a vibration, a song or a field that is operating with just uh what are you trying to say like a, a certain resonance or f- yeah. frequency yeah i wanted to use the word magic that's why i paused okay use it meanwhile you've got a stressed um static or stagnant energy that is up in the mind with scattered thoughts and constant interrupted interruption of flow constantly, constantly, constantly manifesting those things that the person does not want, which is just equally as powerful of a vibration as focusing on what one does want. Exactly. And the, our, as a collective, we have, we have allowed that mindset to dominate for the time being. But a lot of us are waking up to the fact and and awakening and saying, hold on, wait a second. I'm starting to change things and my reality is dramatically changing externally. So what does that mean if I continue to do this work? And that door is always wide open for those who want to know more. That's right. And that's the thing too, you know, we were talking about this recently too. It's like behind every light is a shadow and behind every shadow is a light, you know? So you got to go through the shadows. Yes. Most importantly, don't fear the shadows. Everyone's afraid of the dark. Oh, big time. And that's just, that's just a condition. People have been conditioned to fear the dark. That's true. Through movies and this and that. Literally, you know, all this horror movies and stuff like that. Everything scary happens in the dark. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's not going to be things that you want to face head on or things that you're. It can be scary. It is. You know? It is. Even at the level I'm at, I guess. Yeah. You know? I'm going through it now too. 
there's definitely so-called scary things in there. Yeah. But it's a matter of how you stand in your own presence and realize your self through these things. Yes. Absolutely. All these so-called scary things are just trying to show you something. Exactly. About yourself. Exactly. So you're just scared of yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, yeah, are currently. Yeah. I hear people even willingly admit that all the time. Yeah. You know, sometimes as a joke, but, you know, it's obviously said for a reason. And I have a lot of people that I've been reconnecting with lately that have been hitting me up, like, with a clear fear of the dark. Really? They're all about the light. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm intrigued. I want to know more. I like all this truth and I like all this light, but they don't want to go inside. So they want to, they're, they're willing to go external and see all the things and, and, you know, change their vibes, put, put stuff out there consciously, but it's about taking that trip down into the, well, that's the thing too. If you don't take the trip inside, right. Then the stuff you're putting out there consciously, yeah. isn't going to resonate no, with your true self. Sooner or it's or later, have many blockages within it or later down the road, you're going to be blocking yourself exactly. from reaching what you so, so-called want have to go inside and what you so-called want might not be what you really want exactly it's what your not. ego wants if you stay yeah. going external the ego is representing the external projection of yourself the created avatar the digital version of yourself that you project onto everybody else yeah. meanwhile that internal self is the truth it's really just the truth of who you are and that's why a lot of people don't want to face it because we've become so far removed from ourselves at this point collectively that we're just like it's so far into this into this journey that we're like, hold on. Like you're telling me if I have to go inside, I have to face it all right now. I have to start by seeing the truth of every all the layers I've added on to this. Man, I spent so long creating this fucking avatar. I spent so long on Facebook trying to show everyone that I'm successful yeah. and got a job and then married now and have a kid. That's another thing, like, especially as far as that, you know, like, it's not going to be easy to tell your family, let's say, like, you you had this successful parents, and now you got to tell everyone, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Right. You know, that's a pride that takes a hit to your pride. Think about what it was like just for, yeah, for, and someone like us, you know what I mean? To not even use my own experience, kind of, in a sense. Yeah. So I went from having, like, coming out of college, had this so-called great job. Yep. And then yep. I just went and did, you know, my own thing. Yes. You know, everyone's like, what are you doing? Progressively got more into my own thing and yep. less into, you know, because we were doing the business before this, you yep. know, and then I started another business, you yep. know, and now it's just, yeah, now I'm doing art. Now, Every time it gets more genuinely authentic. Doing. Exactly. So even now when people ask me, it's like, I'm just doing whatever comes. Yeah. And people are like, what? Yeah. Nani? But this is another thing too, and we know this consciously. This is where all the greatest, the greatest creators, the greatest renovators, or I guess the great, just the pioneers of our existence as a culture, were born from. Picasso, yeah, just being an example of that. You know what I mean? Or that—that that was just the first one that came to mind, to be honest with you. But there are all these, these just um, brilliant lights, these brilliant minds that have changed. Everything that we've come to know as a collective, as a society, started by by ending living someone else's dream and realizing and realigning with what their dream was, what they came here to do. And it was at that point that they, they assumed that vibration, they became that vibration, that they were able to put everything, their whole soul into their work. And then that externally had just as great an effect externally – E equals MC squared. You know what I mean? Um, 
Albert Einstein. There's so many Tesla. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the OG Tesla. This, this guy was not just – it was not going to school and getting a bachelor's degree and just floating around in a cubicle for six years and just like, yeah, I'm just a genius. Yeah, exactly. No, he said F every single thing that is not what I am here to do, what I'm not resonating with, what I am not genuinely about. Turned it all off, tuned it all down and made groundbreaking discoveries and shared it all with the world. That's right. Um, so don't act surprised when you see people that are signing off this grid to pursue their real work, the real work. You're working for a corporation, man. I'm just trying to survive out here. I got to eat. Got to eat. <laughs> I got no bread. <laughs> That's it for tonight, man. Yeah. Definitely took an interesting turn. It did. Everything always does. Everything's related. Yes. Everything. Absolutely. And everything for a reason, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let it flow. Let it flow. We're going to leave you guys off with a little bit more third eye blind because you know what? Time to take that blindfold off, baby. Don't believe a fucking word. Anything else you want to add before we sign off? Just I'm going back into the nebula for now. Oh, shit. All right. Cool. Don't, don't believe a word. Don't believe a word. Third Eye Blind coming in June. See you there. Stephen Jenkins, baby. Good to you, too. What did you say? What? That's relevant, too. You got Yeah, right. What's your two face, Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. Wake up, screaming. Come on, guys. Let's get it. One last time. Hit it, baby. You'll scream. Now that me and Azariel got the studio for the podcast, we can make as much noise as we want. So there's no limits to what we can do. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing some woke music, too. So that's it for this episode. Episode two of Nebulums has been completed. We'll see you guys for the next one. Azariel shooting his ass back up into the nebula. And Venusian Sun projecting himself back to the central sun. We'll be back manifesting for you guys another episode full of that light, full of that knowledge, and full of that darkness. Because you got to know your real nature. Oh, yeah. You know? You got to be pulled into yourself. Have a great night. It's going to be an interesting journey. Don't believe a word, motherfucker. Peace.